It's the Heart of a Fighter show. I'm your coach, Coach Johan. We have a couple fourth walls happening today. So I think it's a 16th, maybe just a fifth, maybe just a fifth wall. I'm recording on YouTube. We're going to go live in the next couple weeks, which should be fun. I'm recording audio because I want people to find this fucking show. And the best way to do that is on YouTube, right? the best search engine that's not google today let's recap the last weekend's events i'll talk to you guys about fighting i'll talk to you guys about why daniel cormier is the epitome of a fighter a fighter in the cage in the ring on the mats in the gym and abroad right the best Because here you have a guy who embodies everything that the reason you step into the gym to be a fighter, you're kind of pulled. You're compelled to get in there. Somebody might introduce it to you. Maybe it finds you. But once you get into the gym and you become, you commit your life to fighting, you pretty, you, you, you can accept that it finds you and you're happy. That it fighting found you. It's a vocation. And because of that, I can go out on the limb and say fighters typically are born. Now, you can become more skilled at it, but they're born. Okay. If you're a fighter, if you're a fighter, you don't have to be the toughest. You have to be among a small percentage of really tough people because your journey as a fighter is going to be so incredibly difficult right out the gate before you even know what hit you that you have to accept. You have to accept Murphy's Law. Murphy's Law is simply a statement that says anything that'll happen, that can happen, will happen. The negative spin on it, it's not real. It's originally just stated anything that can happen will happen. You have to be ready for that. Every competition that you know I have been in, which is in a ton, I got used to the peak and valley of competition by telling myself that something's going to go wrong. And really, when you engage in that lifestyle and you're competing, you understand that anything can happen. And preparing yourself for those Moments where anything can happen. That's actually the fight. Two guys in the UFC. Embody that. To me like no other one is Michael Bisming. Here's a guy who gets his. Who comes out of the gate. He's like a meteor. Meteorite. Flying towards the atmosphere. Nothing's stopping him. Once it hits its sudden impact. It's going to gray the skies. It's going to be apocalypse. Here he comes. And he starts to lose, you know, early in his UFC career. Later on, he finds a way to come back. But all the while, never, never gives up on the person he is, stays who he is, stays true to that, keeps grinding, even gets ugly wins, aesthetically not pleasing, but he still wins, and basically wills himself to win Middleweight gold. 
He willed himself to win titles. Every time you thought his ass couldn't get any uglier on the, in the cage, his wins couldn't get more scrappy, there's no reason he should be in there fighting, he finds a way to do it. And it only resulted in him winning a fucking championship. And that's impressive. And for every fighter that I've ever met that will never fight again, for those people that I've met that had the most grandiose ambitions of stardom and promotions and um, riches and 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 being signed to this that do to do whatever. The message is the same. The message is never give up. The problem is giving up. It's tempting as fuck. And people often find themselves giving in way too early when they don't have to. Well, I don't, don't, listen, role models, your role models should be people that you know. People that you can touch and access and ask them questions. They shouldn't be people you see on TV or hear on the radio or across electromagnetic ways. They should be people you can touch. But if you're going to pick a fucking good role model, the fighter guy who basically wills himself to a championship by never giving up and actually living that lifestyle, it's a good place to fucking start. He improves his skills. He works on what he's bad at and gets better. Like, you aren't fucking with a guy And you don't want to fuck with a guy. You made the mistake of fucking with the guy who knows that the fight game, that life is all about, hey, you only lose when you quit. It's a simple message. And not not everyone, not even at that level, proves it. The other guy is Daniel Cormier. Being that this is beautiful Northern California, being that this is San Jose, Being that the gym that he's from, the American Kickboxing Academy, is here in San Jose and is a place that I walked into when I was 19, I have nothing but the utmost respect for everyone that is a professional fighter and was that trains at that place. So, in historical fashion, DC comes out and wins two belts. And I'm not going to talk about the... Gravitas or the I'm not going to grandstand for the guy Winning two belts I mean it's fucking historic It's not going to be my place to say To to cast to opine on Greatness I'm not going to put up any goat emojis He's definitely top four I don't think he's past top three at this point But I'm more impressed with the man's character again being the living embodiment of what a fighter should be that is there's this specter of darkness of loss of defeat knowing that the only way it defines your life is if you simply let it the only way to overcome that feeling of defeat is to move forward and what does the man do he accepts every fucking challenge in his wake and moves forward proving he does it by being a family man he doesn't appear to be a drug user and he's a 
he um one of my best friends has met him a few times on the softball field where they where their kids uh i guess engage in weekend soccer activities it's very parental very parochial of those or paternal of those of those two uh my buddy in dc very paternal thing to be sitting there noshing on orange slices and shit on a sunny fucking weekend next to the foothills but they do it and by his accounts dc is a great guy when i saw him in the gym you know almost jumped out of my fucking shorts you know and the wide-shouldered champ you know he said what's up to me and I got the vibe. He's a decent guy and definitely a hard worker. You see it. You see it in all the videos. You hear him chant out loud. It's about hard work. And let me tell you guys something. I fuck with a guy who uses a mantra to get himself over the hump. If you fuck with mantras, if you're constantly out there talking that talk and telling other people, it only gets better from here. Yesterday's in the casket. Yesterday's dead. Let's move on. If you're about those fucking allegorical short quips, I fucks with you. I fucks with you. Because that is the sign of a mentally tough human being that knows the what a quality of discipline and hard work gets for you. And in the case of Daniel Cormier, who's going to be on Conan O'Brien. Oh, Hello. Who's going to be on Conan O'Brien. Know that. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. Let's see if I could work through this. This means that... (laughs) Maybe we'll cut this part out, but... Um... You can see the man's work ethic is top notch it's way up high it's better than advertised and it has a lot to do with the fight gym that he comes from and his inner character now i don't i would love to hear the man's backstory too much of fighting today especially mma focuses so little on these guys backstories that i don't understand why i don't give two fucks how many circuits you do. I don't care how many Tabatas you do. I could give a fuck. Chances are I can come up with a better program than these cookie cutter strength coaches myself and guys that I know that are pro boxers do a lot more, you know, I don't know. They can keep up. I don't care. These guys ask questions to these amazing fighters, these men and women of intense discipline. And they ask, um, uh, so, uh, not, it's not everyone, but they'll, um, where did you grow up? Well, that's just a part of the story. You know, you're talking to an individual who decided to fight other humans for a living. I want to know their backstories. So I'd love for someone to ask DC's backstory because there's a little tinge of darkness there. And obviously the man has done nothing but rise past and acquiesce to success. And I appreciate that. That gym is the best fight gym on the fucking planet. Period. The whole entire planet. 
your favorite fighter, he's a, he or she's a kickboxer, especially if your favorite fighter is a mixed martial artist, and they're the baddest at what they do, and they're the baddest motherfucker you know, they're like here, and the only reason they're not here is because they don't go to AKA, period. Four, five champions work out of there. Some of them at the same time. Most of them know each other. That alone speaks volumes, you know, and for all of the rumors and the gossip and the negativity going along with their methodology and types of training, I'll say this. I've been there. I haven't coached with the pro MMA guys, but I've worked with the amateur tie fighters and the sparring has always been hard as shit. But in my 15 years of learning to fight, every quality place that I've ever gone personally that is about their fighting, the discipline of martial arts, they spar hard. I don't know that I've seen a place that emphasizes light sparring. I do know of a place. But this person doesn't take on amateur and pros to very high levels. You have to spar hard. You have to train hard. You have to condition your body. You can't produce max power. You can't replicate power by going slow. Those two things don't work together. In order to mimic or create power, power, the definition of power is a function of time. You can't have slow motion power. You need to get used to that if you're going to be a fighter. And sometimes you spar hard. Sometimes you train hard. And hell, in the field of MMA, when your steel is sharpening other people's steel, you're pushing yourself to the highest level. You're working extremely hard. On one hand, maybe you can get injured. But on the other hand, middleweight champion, light heavyweight champion, Two heavyweight champions in the fucking building. And Habib, whatever, what is that, welterweight? Lightweight, lightweight champion. Josh Thompson, former champion. And that doesn't include the guys who have left. All of them top contenders. If John Fitch wins a title, come on. What other gym has more than one or two? This place has fucking five at once walking around. You can walk down there and bump into a champion. They're the best fight school on the planet, hands down. And if you don't know that, I mean, you're just not even paying attention. Maybe it doesn't matter. I definitely think it does. I think that they're setting the high watermark for the best of mixed martial arts. And frankly, the best of martial arts. The reason they're so good is because they learn everything. They learn the grappling. They learn the stand-up. They learn the theorems, the theories of both. And put them together so that when they practice their mixed martial arts, they have a long theoretical background of striking, of grappling, and they're able to apply it. A lot of gyms just kind of give you, you know, MMA striking or takedown defense. I don't know this personally, but I, I can I watch and I see that, and that doesn't suffice. You can't learn a little bit of striking and think that it's going to be enough to carry you to an elite level 
you have to spend years just to get to be an adequate boxer or kickboxer. That's where the pressure cooker of talent, that's AKA, comes in. They have so many skilled people to work that they're able to teach boxing theory. Why do you slip? Why throw the leg kick when someone's jabbing at you and they're clearly got the reach advantage? Things like that. And that's just a small portion of it. You're taking a guy like Habib, who is a combat sambo background guy grappler, and he out-jabbed, yeah, it was just jabs, but he landed fucking all of them? Come on. So you got the best school, you have the best champion, the guy who doesn't go out of his way to talk shit, at UFC 226, and you know what? San Jose stand-up. I don't know what else to say. Anyways, guys. Johan at Johan Underdog Training. It's my email address. You can reach me there. Ask me more questions. We typically cover fitness. We cover fighting. We cover rap album impressions where I give you first impressions of rap album. Check out Podbean. I'll leave all this shit somewhere in the description so that you guys can get at me. Thanks for... Tuning in, watching, and listening to the show, and I'll see you guys later this week.